and welcome to FGC Philosophy. My name is a philosopher, and this is where we level up inside and outside the virtual arena. We do that by talking about topics and having guests on the show that I think are important and will help us all level up. The reason I do that is because I want to see members of the FGC grow, not just the competitors. I want to see everyone in the community grow the way that they want to grow. Not everyone wants to be a competitor, not everyone's going to be a top player, but you can be the best at something and you can contribute to this community that we all know and love. I love the FGC and I want to see it grow. And that's why I started FGC Philosophy. I'm a coach and speaker. And even now, crazy enough, I am a coordinator for West Michigan University, uh, esports coordinator. So I have acquired a good bit of knowledge and I want to bestow that onto anyone and start having conversations so that we can all grow together. The FGC is a very weird and very different community. I think there's a lot of growth, growing pains that we're going to go through as a community. And I want to be there to be that productive person, to be one of those productive people that are out there trying to make content and trying to help members of the community to grow. So today, my main topic is going to be how to help you guys be the best that you can be, how to help you guys achieve your highest goals, how to set goals higher and achieve them. It's a little bit of a crazy conversation. It's a little bit different for most of you, for many of you. I won't say most, for many of you. But for those who do know me, this isn't going to be anything too new, but I just want to get some new tips, some new ideas for you guys. I've talked about this in various forms. Today is going to be a different one. So we will get into that. And of course, I will have a timestamp to the main point before I get into the actual conversation. I'd like to at least spend a little bit of time catching up with you guys and letting you know what's going on with me. So the first thing is, of course, we have Bronco beat down right around the corner. That is our Smash Brothers tournament that we hold at the arena. And I am both excited and nervous, more excited than nervous now that I've worked out most of the more important things. But I'll tell you what, organizing events is a challenge and it is more of a challenge when you're doing it at a university, uh, mainly because you can't just do anything you want to because of so many different restrictions that are put on you as a university. You have to go through the right channels and talk to the right people before you can make any sort of decision or, or do anything, depending on what it is. Of course, I am continually learning to not only organize a tournament, but also go through the university route. So it's been a very interesting process, and I, I feel like I've taken away a lot of information. Uh, and I definitely have seen the benefit of having a team with you rather than just doing everything on your own. Uh, and it's been a challenge for me to learn to let go of certain things and not have to be in control of everything and let other people do that and try to let them come up with their own ideas, but also being an aid when they need that. It's been a whole new process and I, I do appreciate it and I want to continue to do that, uh, but also give people more independence to be able to do what they should be doing, their, their roles in, in this job. So it's it's been very fascinating. Other than that, parenting has been amazing. It's a huge challenge, but son is learning some sign language and uh, that's really interesting to see our son be able to communicate with us with simple things and it's it's a blessing i'm not very religious most of you know that but uh, i don't know of another word to really describe the miracle that is parenting so yeah 
it's it's been a awesome ride and the main thing right now i'm trying to get back to consistency with my content and that's been a huge struggle ever since last year started the job bought a house had my son and i'm happy with all those things they're all huge challenges <laughs> in one way or another uh but i i love doing this i love having these conversations and i know that I have been very inconsistent and there's not really any excuses at this point. Uh, I just want to keep doing it and getting better. And I think that really ties in nicely with this topic of how to achieve your goals, these how to set and achieve your goals. So let's dig into that a little bit. So the first thing, you have these goals, you have these these ideas that you want to hit. And the first thing that I would like to say, I would like to challenge you to visualize something bigger, to use your imagination and even better, be more specific with what that is. So not only do you want to make more money, that's that's too vague. For example, you know, you're, you're you want to go to more events, you want to go to more tournaments, you know, it doesn't matter if you're competing or not. You want to go to more tournaments for whatever reason. I challenge you to make a number per year. So say you want to hit five tournaments a year. You know, you, you did it. You did it last year. You want to do five tournaments again. That, that's your goal. OK, so now you have something specific to aim towards. Now, I, I do want to challenge you to make it bigger and make it more specific. You know, you want to go to six tournaments this year and you want to get out of pools in at least one of those tournaments, or you want to do commentary at least one of those tournaments, or you want to network with 20 people and make new training partners and have new training partners from these. So now you have 20 new training partners from the six events that you went to. And six might be a little scary for you, but it's important to be able to look at these goals and make them bigger. And then you want to look not just one year out. You want to look five years out, 10 years out, 20 years out. Because you set these goals for your 20-year, like what you want in 20 years is going to be a lot more beneficial. And you're going to be able to steer your ship, which is yourself and, and your accomplishments, more clearly when you're looking years out. As humans living in America, it's really easy for us to think about the now. And it's really hard for us to think even a month in advance about what we want to do and how to plan that out. But I really challenge you to continually do that. Visualize what you want your outcome to be and try to get it as specific as possible. For some of you, you don't know, but turn off the cell phones, turn off the TV, turn off whatever it is you, that you're doing to distract yourself and just think for a little bit. Maybe if you need a pencil and paper, do that, but try to get away from anything that has a computer screen or emits light or anything of that nature. Get outside and go for a walk. Just think. I, I think that exercise for me helps me think whatever you do to help you think more clearly, do that. But think about something that makes you enthusiastic. Think about something that brings you joy. And for the love of God, stop worrying about being realistic. Stop worrying about money right now. This isn't this isn't the time to think about money. This is the time to think about what you want. It's really important that you learn to avoid the easier said than done mentality. You know, you you have this goal or someone says, oh, yeah, you know, you'd be great. at that. Well, that's easier said than done. Don't don't go down that road right now. That's not what you're doing. You're trying to figure out what you want and how you're going to get there for the rest of your life. 
So before we move on to any of the other topics, it's really important that you get over this hurdle and don't focus on being realistic. Focus more on huge, big goals. Many of you are far more capable than you realize. You know, some of you that listen to this, you know that you're capable of great things. But for those of you who are still living very small, stop. Start looking bigger. You know, there's a, there's a saying that I'm going to butcher this, but it's something along the lines of aim for the stars and you'll or like aim for the moon and you'll still end up among, among the stars or something along those lines. Basically meaning aim big. You might not hit that goal, but you're probably going to get a lot higher than if you had set a small goal. You know, if you if you keep making your goal, I don't want to go 0 and 2. Sure, you'll hit that goal. But how long are you going to stay in that kind of mentality? You know, some players get fast really rapidly. And it, it's, it's not because they're talented. It's because of their work ethic and their mentality. They're focused on learning and growing. They're not focused on setting negative goals. You know, I, I kind of think of the pol- politician example. A lot of people in last year's last election voted for who they didn't want, not for who they did want. And I feel like a lot of people do that with their goals. They focus more on what they don't want. You know, I don't want to be in jail. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to go 0 and 2. Well, that's not how setting goals works if you want to have more. You have to focus on what you do want and stop focusing on what you don't want. So the next point is prioritizing skill building over stability. When you're thinking about long-term goals, you're going to have to think about building skills you don't currently have. That means that if you want to get out of pools, for example, you're going to have to build some skills you don't currently have. Obviously, that means you have to identify them and then you have to work on them. You know, work on having some sp- some specific meaty setups, work on having hit confirms, work on having with punishes, not so much working on winning. Don't work. Don't don't focus on your winning. Focus more on building your skills. And that might seem counterproductive, but a lot of times when you're building skills, you're not always going to win. And I I use fighting games as an analogy because it's a really good analogy. But the same thing happens in life. Focus on the skill building. For example, I'll go far left field. You know, you're working on dating. For example, say you are terrible at talking to the gender that you are most interested in. And you want to be better at that. Well, you're going to have to fail a lot more before you get better. Why? Because you need practice. In order to need practice, in order to get practice, you have to put yourself out there. So now, okay, you want to work on something specific. You want to work on your icebreakers. Well, you come up with some icebreakers, you practice them in the mirror, then you go talk to those people that you're interested in. And you're going to flop. You're going to get bodied. You're going to go 0 and 2 in the dating world. But now you have feedback. You can start to analyze what did and didn't work. Maybe one out of the 10 people that you talked to was kind of interested. But then somewhere else along the line, you kind of flopped. Well, maybe it's not your icebreaker. Maybe it's your listening skills. Maybe you're a bad listener and you keep talking about yourself. Or maybe you're too insecure and you're not confident in the things that you say. And so people detect that. And now you have to go back and work on your confidence. Say things with confidence. Say things with certainty. Go back and try that out. You get bodied some more. Maybe you finally get a date and then the date goes bad. More feedback. Stop looking at things as you're losing so you don't want to try. Loss is important. And that means that you're going to have to prioritize your skill building over winning, over stability, over your comfort. 
Okay, get out of your comfort zone. That's a huge thing. When I say stability, I mean your comfort zone because losing is uncomfortable. Failing is uncomfortable, but it doesn't matter. Those are necessary and there are no shortcuts to getting better. If you disagree with that, I challenge you to tell me how that is the case. How is it the case that you don't have to be uncomfortable to get better? You don't have to fail to get better. And I'm willing to have a debate with you in a very civil way. I will disagree with you until you can prove me otherwise. But in most cases, failure is part of the process. So when I say skill building, it's important to realize that I don't always mean something as direct as what the immediate desire you want is. So say you do want to be a YouTube personality. Well, obviously you need to learn how to make videos and that's a bunch of different skills, but you also need to learn how to communicate. You also need to learn marketing. You know, maybe you want your own real estate online. So you have to learn web development. Think outside of the box of what you want and don't focus purely on the skills that you think are most obvious. Think about, again, down the line, what are the things that you do want and what are the things that are going to have to happen? Because maybe you aren't going to be the main person, but it is important to know and have some knowledge, some experience in these specific skills that need to get done in order to get what you want. So again, prioritize skill building over comfort. Number three, build your network. Connect with people that you want to know. Share your goals with others. Share your goals with those people. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Let people know what it is that you want to do. Really discover who it is that you think is going to help you get to where you want to be and find ways to help those people. Find ways to be of service to those people rather than just looking to get something out of them. You know, don't, if you're a YouTuber, for instance, don't always go for the people who you think are going to retweet your, your posts or share your video or whatever it is. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, if you're looking to get better, don't just keep begging better players for matches. I do, I do think you should ask for some sets. But also don't get mad when the pros are asking for a money match uh, because I, in my mind, I, I do think that time is money. And if you're skilled and you're helping other people get better in almost any other field out there, people do get compensated if they if they really desire to do so. Or maybe they just won't put as much effort into it because you do get what you pay for. So it's really important to to network. And again, while talking about networking, you have to go back to number two building skills. If you want to network and you're antisocial, well, you know what you got to work on. Communication, confidence, listening. Those are things that are going to help almost anything that you want to do. Unless you're something you're living in the woods and you're trying to be a lumberjack and just have your own cabin in the woods, fine. You don't maybe need to work on communication except for bartering and, and other things unless you're a hunter or something crazy. But if you're living in civilization, if you're living in America or any other country that deals with a lot of people, having a network is going to help you. Learn what other people want and connect people. Be, be that person that connects other people. Try to keep in track of people. That means, you know, remembering the simple things like their birthday or, or remembering, remembering their interests or conversations that you've had in the past. That, that really goes a long way. So definitely build your network. Another point is make bold moves sooner rather than later. We have this bad habit of sitting back and waiting for the perfect time waiting for the perfect moment, the, the perfect circumstances or situation. And that 
isn't going to happen. More than often than not, it's not going to happen. You have to make those happen. People say that, oh, you know, I'm so lucky I have this job or I'm so lucky because of A, B or C or anybody's lucky because of this. But the honest truth is more often than not, they were ready for those opportunities. Luck happens to a lot of people, but I think the difference between opportunity and luck is that people who have an opportunity are ready for it. I guarantee that most of you listening have had opportunities, but you either weren't skilled enough to see them or you weren't confident enough to take advantage of it or you just weren't ready for one reason or another. People who strive to be the best that they can be, not comparing themselves to anybody else, but people who just strive to be the best are more than often more often than not ready for those situations because they worked for it. So when you say someone's lucky, I really recommend you think twice before saying that. If you think someone's lucky, because more often than not, that's almost an insult to the hard work that they've put in. And that's kind of a reality check for some people, but it is true. I'm not lucky. I worked for this job. I've been doing things for free for a long time. I've been building the foundation for a long time. And honestly, things can always happen. So I have to have the mentality that, This might not always be here. So I have to grind even harder in case something does go wrong. So I'm more motivated to make this a success because I don't believe this is always going to be permanent. Nothing is permanent. Nothing is guaranteed. You're not entitled to anything. I'm not entitled to anything. So I have to keep working harder because I have motivation, which is another point. Find your why. I talk about this a lot because it is so important. Your why is what motivates you, what fuels you every single day. When life gets hard, when life starts hitting you in the mouth, when you don't feel like getting out of bed, your why is what's going to be there to keep you going. I'm very honest about this, but I have gone through depression over the years since I've been in my my teens, before my teens. I've dealt with suicidal thoughts. I never went for counseling. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I think that counseling is very important. Now I have friends that are coaches that can help me when I get down and I can talk to people and I know how to work myself out of it. But I I didn't have a lot of those things when I had these negative thoughts. After I figured out what my, my whys, sometimes you have multiple, my why was and is, that kept me going. I learned to live life for my why rather than living life because other people say I should do A, B, and C. And life felt a lot better and I felt I had more focus and direction as a result. Your why, only you can figure out what that is. Nobody else can tell you. Don't expect anybody else to tell you. You're the one that has to figure that out. And it may change over the years. Mine definitely has. It's evolved. And yours might too. So remember that. Remember your why. Find out what your why is. And again, don't get frustrated. Don't get mad. Just take some time. You know, I recommend meditation. I've talked about this over the years as well. If you've been following me over the years, meditation is huge. It's different for every person. There's no right way to meditate. I recommend just sitting still for a long period of time, especially if you have ADD, which I do. Uh, Just sitting still, just not moving your body is the first step with motivation. But beyond that, you know, you can use that to visualize, ask yourself, you know, a certain question. What do you want? What do I want in 10 years? Where do I want to be in 10 years? Close your eyes and just think about that. Think about all the points that I hit prior to this one. And then the last point that I want to hit is start small and work your way up. You know, we have all these big goals, these lofty dreams, but it starts with one small step and you just take bite-sized chunks out of it towards your goal. It's really easy to overwhelm yourself. So just do small things. And if you break it down to just a day, you know, you have 
these five minute, 10 minute tasks that you can do that go towards your goal. One of my challenges that I've done for myself is writing a book and I spend 10 minutes a day working on it and that's it. Sometimes I'll go a little bit longer, but my minimum is 10 minutes. I get that and I'm good. I've been doing that for a few weeks now and it's been very rewarding to be able to just have something out towards a bigger goal. Now, I still have a long way to go, but I'm working on it. And every day I get a little bit closer, a little bit closer, a little bit closer. Will Smith talked about when he was younger, him and his brother had to build a a wall, a brick wall with just simple tools. Their father told him to build something. He was told to focus on one brick at a time, one brick at a time. Just lay that brick as perfectly as you can lay it. Don't worry about your next brick until you're on that brick. For right now, lay each individual brick as well as you can and just focus on that. Keep in mind what you might have to do. Visualize the goals down the line. But when you're in the moment, stay in the moment. When you're planning, plan. There's two different switches that you have to have there. When you're planning, don't let your lack of imagination hinder you. Don't let your restrictions on life hinder what you want. But when you are actively working on something, Make sure that you are here right now and do the thing that you can do as best as you can do it. And once you gain that discipline, that becomes exponential and you grow and you grow and you grow. So to quickly review, number one, visualize something bigger. Make sure you use your imagination. Think farther out. Find something that makes you enthusiastic and don't worry about being realistic right now. Number two, number two. Prioritize skill building over comfort. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to lose. And make sure you think outside the box when it comes to building your skills. It's not always going to be obvious what you have to work on. It could be completely unrelated to the direct outcome that you want, but it may help you get there. Number three, build your network. Connect with people you know. Connect with people you don't know. Share your goals with whoever you can so that people know what you want. And make sure that you're of service to these people. Don't just take, be a giver. Find ways to give. And specifically, if you can, find ways to give in what it is that you want to do. So if you want to be a traveling streamer and you want to stream tournaments or something along those lines, bring as much equipment with you and help when you can. Do it for free if you can, if you have the time and energy to do so. Find ways to be of service to other people. Give advice, whatever it is that you can do. Be more of a giver than you are a taker. People are going to remember you. And eventually, if you're good at it, you'll find ways to make money off of it. Number four, make bold moves sooner rather than later. Don't wait to set your dreams in motion. Start now. Don't overthink it. Just do what you can. You'll be surprised by what you can accomplish. Number five, Find your why. Find your compass. Find that fire that's going to fuel you every day. When life gets hard, when you're getting punched in the mouth, find what it is. There's a really good quote that I'm going to try to remember verbatim from the Rocky Balboa movie. It is probably my all-time favorite quote, and I'm going to say it for you guys as best I can. And it goes something like, let me tell you something you already know. The world is a very mean and cruel place and it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it you me or nobody is going to hit as hard as life but it ain't about how hard you can hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how much you can take and keep moving forward that's how winning is done so if you know what you're worth then go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hits and not be pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you 
All-time favorite quote. All-time favorite quote. Did you get goosebumps? I got goosebumps. <laughs> Moving on. Number six, last point. Start small and work your way up. Break down your big goals into chunks, bite-sized chunks. Do 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day towards those goals. Something that's not going to overwhelm you. Life does happen. Life, you got other obligations, and I understand that, and I respect that. But if you want something, there's no time for excuses. Make time for what you want and do it consistently. So that's all I got. Let me know what you guys got. Now, a couple of books. I've had some questions on Twitter. People have asked me books that I read. And I've I've talked about it a few times, but I'll keep reiterating because I think this is useful. And I also do want to do a quick plug for Audible because I... I use that every day, but I started listening to a book again. I think this is the third time I've listened to it. It's called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And he actually has a really good TED talk that I recommend looking. It's called The Golden Circle. Google it. It's really good. Uh, it, it's marketing related, but it, it isn't just marketing related. It's, it's business related. It's people related. So look that up. But if you don't like to read or you're busy and you still want to get books in your brain, Audiobooks are definitely the way to go, and I use Audible, and they've been nice enough to be able to partner with me so that I can continue to make a living. And you can go to audible.com slash Tavia Napier. There'll be links in the show notes so that you can check it out because my name is very weird. I understand that. Uh, go there. You, sh- you will get a free audiobook and also a free subscription to Audible. So that's a really good deal. You still keep the book, even if you cancel your subscription, but it's a really, really good deal. I recommend at least trying it out. It's a no-risk trial, so it is something that I highly recommend. But Start With Why is a really, really great book. There's a couple other ones that I want to recommend. And if you do think that I should do a podcast purely on books, uh, let me know, because I've been avoiding that. But a lot of people have been asking me about books, and I am more than glad to talk about that. Uh, I know this is FGC philosophy, but I am a member of the FGC who loves talking about philosophy. So it doesn't always have to necessarily be fighting game related on this podcast. It's whatever I want to talk about because I want to be a representative of the community. And even if we're talking about non-related topics, I still want to, want to talk about those things and, and help the community grow and have that conversation. You know, we don't always have to talk specifically about fighting games. It can be whatever is enriching to us. So that said, my time here is up. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. It has been a huge inspiration whenever you reach out to me on Twitter or Facebook or wherever you do. I will be at Yomacon. Make sure you come hang out with me. Yomacon Battle Opera. It's in Detroit. It's an anime convention, but there's going to be a fighting game tournament in there. So I will be doing commentary for at least Street Fighter, but also MK and Dragon Ball Fighters. So I can't wait to see you guys play some sets, have some great conversations. But until then, until next week, I'm The Philosopher. Thank you guys so much, and I will see you all in the next one.